Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 143, The Importance of Beauty in the Home. Last week, I held a workshop on the importance of beauty in the home, and I thought it was such a good workshop that I would give the talk um, that I did in the workshop. Now, when we had the workshop in person, I had some friends who own a little company called Sleeping Bee Blooms. You can follow them on Instagram. And they came and they showed us all the elements to make a perfect floral bouquet. But before we did that, I gave a little talk about why it's important to have beauty in the home and how to go about achieving it. Now, I know many of you young moms are like, beauty in the home, oh my gosh, it's not even possible. I want to convince you today that it actually is possible and critical. It's critical to your own sense of self. It's critical in the tone of the home and how you perceive your home and the respect that it creates for the people in the home. So when people came to the workshop, I took out all of my fine bone china, which I absolutely love, even though no one ever uses it anymore. But I took it out because we were having um, breakfast food and coffee. And I wanted my guests in the workshop to feel the difference of eating off fine bone china. I also brought my mother's silver out. Uh, They could use the silver forks and the silver teaspoons. And I just wanted people to feel the difference. Now, I certainly could have put paper plates and paper napkins out. And actually, that would have been probably more appropriate for just a workshop. But I had a mission. I wanted them to feel just a little more honored and um, special. And they did. When I started my talk, I asked them about how they felt when they saw the china out. And they were all like, oh my gosh, it was so nice. It's so beautiful. It just lifts the spirits a little bit. It's like going out to dinner. So many times... Michael and I will go out to dinner, and the experience is what makes it so great. It's the tablecloth on the table. It's the napkin, the cloth napkin. Of course, it's being waited on, but it also is just what happens, how you feel when you sit down. Things are different because of the beauty, because of the thought that's been put into the presentation of the meal. It's also interesting that when you go to church, there are all different kinds of churches, and when you go into an old church with stained glass windows and just beautiful statues and beautiful painting, isn't there a feeling that you get in that church? It is, to me, it's a heavenly feeling. It's, there's something important here, as opposed to when you go into a church that doesn't have any of that. 
that is stripped of all the classic art or the classic stained glass windows. And it's just the basics. Just maybe wooden beams on the ceiling and wooden pews and that's it. It doesn't mean that God isn't there, but it seems to take away from our experience of really feeling the presence. There's not much different to your own home. Now, I've spoken before about the physical environment in your home and how important that is to pay attention to. We, as women, we're the ones who create the atmosphere in the home. It's on us because it's a gift from God. He has made women to be thoughtful about that, to have the gift to see how we can enhance the home. Whether you live in the home all day long if you're a stay-at-home mom, or you're a woman who works outside the home, when you come into your place of dwelling, don't you want to feel warmth and nurtured and just feeling like this is a special place? That's why we take care of that environment for us and for our children and our husband, so that they too feel that sense of warmth and nurture. As I mentioned before, it raises the human tone when you have things looking beautiful in your home. Now, I want to just uh, clarify. I do understand we had, like I said, we had seven children, the first six in eight and a half years. This is a journey. And if you're on the journey, that's the most important part. To become aware of what your goal is for your home, how you want your home to look. Because then when you have a goal, you can add little things at a time. As opposed to saying, well, I'm just going to worry about that after the kids move out. Trust me, it's a long time before those children actually all move out. And I still have some of their things in my home, even though many of them have moved out many years ago. So don't wait, okay? Look at your home now, and I'm going to give you some ideas here about how to beautify it. Take what you can, even if it's in the very small ways. So just to say again, When we take care of our own environment, we respect ourselves and where we work. Okay, here are some ideas on how to beautify the home. Well, first and foremost, what does your bedroom look like? Okay, I'll have to tell you the truth, that my very first point was going to be about your main living spaces. And as I was writing it, and I was really... I do a lot of praying and thinking at the same time. I really came to the understanding, I think inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to say to you, your bedroom has to be your first priority. It is the place where you and your husband engage in the most sacred activity you could possibly engage in. Clear all the clutter in that space, that sacred space. Don't make it the laundry dump room where you haven't had a chance to put all the laundry away. You don't want it in your main spot, so you move it up to the master bedroom and you'll get to it later. Don't allow that to happen. Okay, first thing is to make sure that your room is decluttered. Get rid of everything on flat surfaces and 
make it your number one habit that when you go into your room, you don't put anything on the flat surfaces unless you've decided it belongs there. Help your husband out with this. Help him. Don't get angry with him. Just help him. It takes like less than 10 seconds to put something in a drawer. Less than five seconds. Take the time. And after you've decluttered your bedroom, make sure it's clean. Dust it weekly. Vacuum it if you need to, weekly or swift the floors. Make sure it's clean. Check your bedding. Is it nice? Is it inviting? When you get up in the morning, turn around, make that bed immediately. It's less than a minute, I promise you. And guess what? It looks nice for the rest of the day. Maybe you could have some nice throw pillows. I don't know about you, but when I go on Pinterest and I look at all the sauna bathrooms, I'm like, oh, I wish that were mine. It can be. It doesn't have to be as opulent, but it can be. And same with your bedroom. It can be that place where you go, oh, this is nice. Check your paint colors. Do you need to paint your room? And when you paint your room, make sure the choices of paint colors are soothing. And then always make sure at the end of the day that your clothes are picked up and in a basket. You may need to declutter your clothes if you have too many. Then schedule a time. You'll never find the time. Schedule the time to do it. Set a timer for maybe 20 minutes and do as much as you can in 20 minutes until it's done. Add another 20 minutes each day until it's finished. You want your bedroom to be clean, clutter-free, inviting. You know, we wonder why sometimes we're not in the mood. Well, maybe it's the room that we go into. It's a mess. And that creates stress in our minds. So make sure that your bedroom is really clean and clutter-free. And then maybe bring in a candle or bring in some flowers. And just have some flowers there. When you come in, after a long day, you're ready to go to bed, you see this beautiful little bouquet there. Okay, if you've not been keeping up on picking up in your home, do the main living areas first. And then when you have that routine down, then add a bedroom. And add bedrooms one at a time until you have all the bedrooms added along with the main living areas. Make sure the main living areas are first. And of course, depending on the age of your children, they should be picking up their own rooms. You'll probably have to go and check, but have them pick up their bedrooms before dinner. If you can keep dinner as kind of like the signpost to have everything done in the home, your evening will go so much smoother. So bedrooms need to be picked up. Main living area needs to be picked up before dinner. And then you can sit down and everyone can relax. Then after that, and when you're ready to go to bed, commit to resetting the room each night before you go to bed. Again, children should be doing this with their own toys and belongings. But after they're in bed, look around, put the pillows on the couches where they belong. Make sure the kitchen is all spotless. Yes, it needs to be done. And it's not just on you to do it. So talk with your husband, figure out how that's going to get accomplished, and make sure the children are enlisted in that task as well. Your children are not there 
for you to be taking care of their every need and whim as early as possible. They need to become a part of the process of caring for the home. All right. So I went through that part of decluttering and taking care of the cleaning of the home because it's awfully hard to add a little bit of beauty when your house is a mess. That really needs to be a priority. And if you have trouble with that, come on into our membership. We talk about it frequently in our membership. I also have PDF downloads for schedules. Um, Yeah, just come on into the membership and you'll get lots of support and ideas on how to stay on top of keeping the home clutter-free and clean. And then we can add uh, beauty to it. So in adding beauty, here are some small ways to add beauty to the home. Again, why are we doing this? Because it's our place of work and it's our place of family connection. And we want to have our place nurture us not us hate it and become a slave to it because there's so much work to do. When you look around and you see a fresh bouquet of flowers, it just encourages you to continue to make things a little nicer in your home. As long as I can remember, I've had fresh flowers in my home. Yeah, it's a little perk that I give myself each week when I go to the grocery store, I pick up a little bouquet. It's my little thing. It's not going to break our bank. It's $15 or maybe even less, depending on what I get. Now that I have roses out, you know, in the garden, I just cut the roses or my husband will cut them for me. And it's just a small piece of beauty that makes me more in touch with my humanness. The beauty, good, the beautiful, and the true. That's what we want in our home and flowers can do that for us. In adding beauty to your home, consider how you serve the family meal. Do you use paper plates because it's too much time or trouble to wash plates? Or do you use nice plates with nice silverware, with nice glasses? And maybe on Sundays, you bring out cloth napkins. It's really not a big deal to throw cloth napkins in the laundry room so that you're ready to wash them with your week's laundry. But it adds so much more. It's like when Michael and I go out to dinner. It adds so much more to the table. It raises the tone of the table. How you set the table, what dishes you use, how you serve out your food, all of that is important in raising the human tone. Maybe put some flowers and candles on the table while you eat. The children will actually love it. Also look around at the walls. Do you have thoughtful artwork or pictures on the wall? I don't have many, but what I have means a lot to me. They're pictures of our family, of our grandchildren. I have picture of the Sacred Heart. Our two of our children were embraced by Pope John Paul II. I have those two pictures up. I don't have a lot, but I have what means something to me. And I also use scented candles. So at night, sometimes in the morning, when I'm feeling like I need a little boost, I just light a candle. And the scent for me just really makes me feel great. Now look, if you buy scented candles, I know they're expensive. 
If you buy one and you don't like it, pitch it. Or ask somebody else if they would like it. It's no good smelling up your house that doesn't make you feel great. And you also don't want to add to the clutter of a candle in your home that you're never going to use. So sniff a lot (laughs) before you buy them and make sure that when you smell one, you're like, oh, that feels great. Okay, here are some big ways to add beauty to the home. Consider your paint choices. This is so important. When I had all my children, I needed a restful space. So all of my walls are in cool tones. For me, that's just what I needed. They're either greens or subtle yellows or creams or um, spa blues. Those are the colors I need to feel good. And when I feel good, I want to be in my home and I want to keep the rest of the home clean. Maybe you can add some nice throw pillows. I went to Ikea. I bought like a blue-red velveteen pillow slipcover. They're real cheap. And the pillow forms are also cheap. And I put them on our couches. And it was like just this little bitty color that pops. I love them. So just check to see if you can add some throw pillows to your couch. And teach your children the boundaries on the pillows. Okay? They're not for hitting each other. Maybe you could find an area rug that will just pull everything together and just makes you happy when you look at it. Again, when we add beauty to the home, it's not just for us to feel good about where we work, where we live, where we love, where we nurture. It also teaches our children how to care for a home to love, nurture, and connect in. I've been to a few homes in the last few years of young moms where I'm, I'm just speechless because there are clothes all over the floor. There are things all over the kitchen counter. It, it looks like a tornado went through. And actually, my heart hurts for them. I don't judge them. My heart just hurts for them that this sad environment is what they see all day, every day. You want to talk about feeling overwhelmed? That's one way to feel overwhelmed. It also makes you look around and say, I'm a failure because I can't keep a home that at least serves us where we don't trip over things on the floor. Consider for yourself In order to bring beauty into your home, what's the first thing you really need to focus on? Is it decluttering? Is it cleaning? Or is it just bringing in some beautiful things to perk yourself up? Again, if you need help, come into the membership, janetquinlan.com forward slash membership. I've opened the membership and I'm going to keep it open for a while just to see Uh, if it serves people who want to join whenever they want to join as opposed to an open, closed enrollment process. So come to janetquinlan.com forward slash membership. And in our monthly membership, you will get access to the video library that includes many workshops on how to declutter, how to keep the home. I also include their chores that are age appropriate for the children and how to get them to do the chores, okay? 
Um, and if you're in the membership and you come onto a call, we have three calls a month. You can always bring your issues to me in the call and I can coach you live right there on your home and how to keep your home. Remember, your home is the domestic church. What does that mean? It means God is present there. Look around and what is God looking at? Now, don't give in to, I'm just not good at it. It's not my gift. I can't. I don't have time. Those are all excuses. When we want something, when we create the goal, we find a way to do it. So look around and see if your home is serving you. And if it isn't, write down the steps that you need to take to have it serve you. And then go bring some flowers into your home. Bring a scented candle. Bring whatever it is that's a little bit of God's beauty that will encourage you to create a totally beautiful space for your family and for yourself. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at FindingJoyInMotherhood.com.